Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels in a Face Wrestling Podcast. I'm sitting down with Chris Romero. Chris and I are going to recap the latest AAW show that happened on June 17th, AAW Killers Among Us at 115 Bourbon Street on the south side of Chicago, technically Marionette Park, Illinois. Chris, how are you today? Doing all right. It's uh, it's a good day. We are accompanied by um, a person that's been on demand been requested by others. Mm-hmm. Hector. Hector is here. Hey, guys. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for inviting me. Thanks for having me here, Chris. Um, yeah. So Hector is bit. Uh, we we've been to several AEW shows with. We we made it, met at an AEW event, mm-hmm. and then we just uh, you know made a friendship and we hang out. We you know enjoy a few beers as we watch the show and talk wrestling. The Rodellos. The Rodellos. Why the Rodellos? Because your last name is Ramiro and you drink a lot of Rodellos, so I just combine <laughs> them into Rodellos. Sure. You had one Rodello for every ten minutes of the Omega Okada match. Yes. Finished with six Rodellos and one match. That was a great six pack. <laughs> <laughs> you could. It's a match you could kill a six pack with. Yeah. So Hector is I would say Hector's like our third amigo. Would you say that? are we the three amigos? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm an amigo uh, now, huh? Yeah. Right. He, I mean All right. he could have gone with three musketeers, but I see the resemblance. Yeah, the yeah. Whole I follow three amigos <laughs> is more fitting. But yeah. Yeah. Hector is basically probably at more AEW shows than I am. No one's at more AEW shows than Chris's, but I'd say Hector comes in a close second and our, re- our wrestling uh, compadre, if D- you will. Didn't uh, th- when you, I think we were talking a little bit, Hector, didn't you just make like a one full year of AEW shows? Yeah, I, I uh, did one full year going to uh, live events. Mm-hmm. I've missed one show in one year. Um, one Chicago show, one right? One Chicago show, mm-hmm. um, which was a tournament day one. Um, besides that, I'm always there. Nice. Um, drinking a few Modelos. <laughs> um, you probably notice, Hector, he's a stockier gentleman, always has a Cubs hat on, and usually a Cubs jacket. And Got usually it. points out the hardest part of the ring. That's yes. right. That's right. <laughs> the hardest part of the ring, it's... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone ever needs an apron spot call, just point at Hector and ask him what that is, and he'll tell you. It's yeah, I don't know where that ring. came from. I just... Um, one day, just started saying it, and every time something happens in that <laughs> position, I just scream it out. So I think it comes from WWE commentary, right? Don't they always have? Don't they always point that out? It's becoming like a running joke between us and many wrestling fans that anytime there's an apron spot, I you have to so. get acknowledgement that that's the hardest uh-huh. part of the ring from someone or shout it out. Yeah. So, so AW Killers Among Us. So first thoughts. What were your initial thoughts after the event concluded? After Try the it. event concluded? Yes. And so my initial thoughts were, I always do this to myself, which is build up things way too much. Okay. Um, I think that I was a victim of my own hype. And I think that, and this is, let me just preface and say that AEW is amazing. We all know that. But I think the card kind of cannibalized itself, if you know what I mean. If you don't, I, I can't explain it. But I think the card was too much and there were some matches on here that went really short didn't get enough time and someone on twitter said it really well who tweeted at us at our two heels in a face account i'd have to go back and look at his twitter handle but he said that a lot of these matches didn't kick into that second gear 
there was like a lot of matches stuck in first gear and uh-huh. never made it to that to that like end climax point before they finished, if you know what I mean. Uh, but not to say that there wasn't a lot of good things on this car because there was, and we'll go through them all. But it was it was almost. I was almost kicking myself because I, f- I was like, and telling myself, like, damn it, Charlie, you always do this. Well, and I mean, I think then, the, like, you know, we, we talked about this here before, mm-hmm. like, where the, um, we hyped ourselves up and we were really enjoying the buildup that AEW was doing for this main event. Yeah, which uh, was great. It was great work. And yeah, I, you know, yeah, you could say, like, okay, well, this is when the title is going to change hands. And we got hyped up for it just for the match itself. To be honest with you, what probably took it down a level for me, it was that it was too hot. Yeah, the room. That's a not, great not starting just, point. Not just the, the card was hot, <laughs> but the room was literally too freaking hot. The room was so hot. And maybe it's just because... I, I, I mean, I've been going to AEW shows for over a year, and I know I've been to summer shows. I don't remember that room in Bourbon Street being that hot. Do yeah. you have... Do you, yeah, it was, it, it, was, it was brutal in there. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was too hot. It was like a hot yoga. <laughs> <laughs> Never done yoga, but it was I, like your hot yoga class that you yeah, did every that Tuesday I, that morning. I, that I took uh, a few years back. Uh, it was uh, for a second. I was just, I don't know. The modelos were kicking in, and then they stopped kicking in for a while. Um, it was just hot in there. It yeah. Was, Do you think that affected some of the wrestling heat exhaustion? Is that too far fetched for me to say? Probably. I. I mean, it sure takes some. Yeah, it takes. I mean, it takes a toll, but. I don't think, you know, it affected the wrestling. It could have affected us from the just experiencing the overall show. Mm-hmm. I felt sluggish in that room, very sluggish. That's probably yeah. like a really good word because of the heat. And it didn't help that I was there a bit earlier, and I already had food in there. And uh, you were yeah, full. I was full. I was <laughs> drinking Modelo's, and it was hot. Uh, so that I think didn't allow me to. To take my fandom to second gear, if you may. Yeah, like your excitement because yeah. you were full, or maybe a little like you know after you. Eat yeah, I and did have the buffet line too. way too early. <laughs> <laughs> you hit the the Bourbon Street buffet line too early. Well, let's go through it. Yep. Um, so I have a list in front of me with some notes, and I'll just go. I'll I'll start with a match, and then we can go. Yeah, just one of you two, it, yeah. and then take it back to me, and I'll I'll transition to the next one. ACH versus Garza Jr. Yeah. Chris, go for it. So, um, quick uh, story about Garza. Uh, I initially, you know, once we got to uh, to the venue, um, I was able to, uh, you know, I went to go say hi to Penta or whatever. He, Your boy. He, yeah, he, he asked about our recording, and, and he's like, how did the podcast turn out or whatever. Yeah. Um, so. Thanks for listening. You know, yeah, and then I, you mm-hmm. know, he's, you know, oh, you know, like, oh, we appreciate the support. So anytime, yeah. And he's like, oh, if you don't know Garza, let me introduce you to him. Um, hopefully, you know, if you want to have him on the podcast anytime soon or whatever, he just wants to get more exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we we didn't get to do that that day, but um, hopefully, if he comes to AEW or another local show, we'll be able to, you know, catch up and and have him on for for a few minutes. Um, but his performance, I think it was. It was good, but I don't, I don't know if and, and this again going back to the overall card. But yeah. in my opinion, I think if he would have been placed at a different, um, not in a different match, but in a different place on the card, yep, it would have been a bit more enjoyable. I thought we were gonna start, and then again, this is probably our fault or my fault of having an expectation that the first match is gonna 
um, hype it up completely, take me to a different level, and then maybe a Garza match will, will uh, you know, kind of make that smooth transition from some high spots to kind of, and it's with ACH as well. So yeah. it could, you know, bring us down, take us up, it could do whatever. But um, I would have liked to see, had seen that match in a different place okay. in the card. But overall, I, I enjoyed the match, and I think it was a good starting point for Garza if he ever uh, comes back again. Yeah, Hector? First time seeing Garza. Uh-huh. Uh, first time. He, he was good. He was good. I liked him. I like him. Um, he, he played the heel, right? He did play the heel. Yeah. Uh, I'm, a AC, I'm an ACH fan, but Garza looks amazing, you know, in my yeah. view. Um, athletic, big guy. Um, hopefully he comes back. All the intangibles. Yep. I think there's something to be said, and this is very, I'd say it's it's a little nitpicky of us, but there's something to be said about playing the like card placement and taking the crowd on this journey right mm-hmm. um so true and this this could have been like a really good spot to start if it if it you know and no one can predict the temperature of the room like <laughs> literally and physically like you know figuratively mm-hmm. but would it, maybe it was a good time to start off with that six-man tag and then like that lifts the crowd up to that right stage that they need to be at or like you can have arguments and conversations like that um, so this kind of felt like a transition match, but when you have a transition match to start, then it's not a transition match, right? Like, what are you transitioning right. to? Yes. Um, so yeah, I think that's a good point. But and they did something cool with like ACH sitting in a chair and a missile drop kick off the top. Oh, that's right. Yeah. On a guards or ACH who was sitting on the chair. I don't, I just, ACH, does he use that brain buster everywhere that is his finisher? Cause I feel like you've used it <laughs> enough to, okay. to to think that that could be one of his finishers. Maybe does he use it anywhere else? I I mean I've I've seen like a little bit in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen a lot of his Ring of Honor stuff, but I don't know like if a listener is out there and knows what he uses for a finisher. To me, it's underwhelming, and I felt like that was just my friend who I okay. brought. I have a lot of raw feedback from not a first time AEW person, but his. Last AEW show was like 2007, and he didn't know oh, okay. like what the indie scene was. So he's like, it's almost like he's starting with this new AEW where these cards are just insanely mm-hmm. off the wall. And his first comment was, he beat him with a suplex. Oh. And I was just like, well, it's a brain buster. I was like trying <laughs> to, to justify that. To <laughs> yeah. justify, yeah. So, I mean, maybe if you, I just don't, maybe I just don't know about AC, enough about ACH to like kind of look for it, but it always takes me off guard when it happens. It's like, oh, yeah, he does use that as a finisher. Yeah, and just yeah. A, a little side note on ACH, like he's been going back and forth between babyface and heel. Yeah. Over the past, what, four shows or so? Or, you know, his four last appearances at AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I started really liking uh, his heel turn, and then you have him as a baby face, and then I don't know what's going to be next. So um, it's interesting that he's playing that role, but nonetheless, his matches are always great. So yeah, just wanted to point that out and see where he goes from here, from um, you know, character or whatever storyline they've. They yeah, he was in. dancing with the ref. He's doing. He pulled like a Trevor Lee. Yeah, with his music because he's got uh, the show goes on, so it's like mm-hmm. a catchy tune. Uh, number two match. Jeff Kingston, sorry, Jeff Cobb versus Eddie Kingston. I just combined them. Yeah. Two different styles. Hector, let's start with you. Um, let's see. Um, good match. Um, I'm a Kingston fan. Um, Are just, you? Yeah, I am. Okay. But I just didn't see this, him coming back after the whole, um, maybe he was gone. Yeah, what was um, with that? 
I I was surprised he was there. Um, maybe he should have sold us the neck because it, it was there was no reference to to the last speech. He had is he given. hurt or is he not hurt? I or heard he was he, he was hurt. I heard he was uh, really legit hurt. Legit right? hurt, and mm-hmm. he was probably done. And um, he gave he gave a nice farewell speech at. Um, it seemed like a farewell. He didn't say like this is it, but yeah, it really set the tone, right? Yeah, it set the tone that he was um, done. So. Him being there is just—I was shocked. I was—I was like, "Wow!" And um, I don't know. Yeah, I like his entrance theme. That's probably the only thing oh. I really <laughs> like about him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can talk pretty well. I'm not a fan of his in-ring work. I thought the styles, styles clashed. Pun? Okay, no pun. Uh, but the styles clashed. Like I, I thought this was, and in a, and not in a—you could—they could clash good or bad, right? So they clashed in a good way because it was street brawling versus. Like perf- like amateur wrestling, like Jeff Cobb mm-hmm. wrestled in the Olympics, at least I heard. And Kingston was doing like dirty stuff because that's what if Kingston you're going was. up a r- against yeah. But if you're going to, like you myself going up against a, a guy who wrestled, you're like okay, I'm gonna take every advantage I can to try to be dirty and try to beat this guy. So that made sense. I felt like this would this was a good. It would be interesting to hear commentary for this match. Okay. Because I felt like this was like a really good con- this was like a kind of a softball toss to the commentary team because they could talk about like the two different styles and how they play off of each other. So I thought that was really cool, but I thought the match ended with very lackluster, which is spinning backfist and this is a match that never kicked into that second gear. Um, right. What did you think, and Chris? It, it was a surprise win for for Kingston again referencing that um that last show which was at logan square Mm -hmm. um where he gave that speech and then see him seeing him perform like nothing was wrong at least i didn't see any difference in his style of wrestling well he Uh, was kind of uh selling that neck was he yeah yeah, a little bit i think okay Okay. two or three um times that he got a suplex or something he was right because he was eating those suplexes back you know back and forth um but yeah, overall the outcome I thought it was it was surprising and and it it caught me off guard. I didn't think uh, he was gonna go over, but overall like all right, it was. Let's see what happens next. It kind of left me like just question mark. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's see what the next performance tells us about Eddie Kingston. Yeah, because as far as uh, Cobb, you know he's uh, somewhat of a regular at AEW, um, and he has the star power in my opinion to. To be involved in a storyline, so oh yeah, um, like let let's because I I mean he did that I, th- I I could be wrong but I think he debuted against uh, um, uh, Matt Bro Riddle Riddle yeah, and you know ever since like I thought for some reason I always thought that that feud was gonna continue because they're so yeah. good with each other in the ring, um, but yeah I'll, I'll see what what happens uh, next month in July. Yeah, he'd be great for a mid card feud. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like Cobb versus Penta heritage title. That would be a be good cool. one to see. Yeah, uh, unique combination. Um, the next match, Jay Christ. He's been doing a lot of the or a few of these, right? These fatal four ways because yeah. Dave is out. Jay Christ versus Paco Gonzalez. Who? Let me ask you a question. Why is Paco so over? Why do we like him? He's hometown the underdog, boy. hometown boy. Yeah, underdog, hometown boy. Those yeah. are all both good answers. I guess I like love. I cheer for him too, but I, sometimes I don't know why I'm cheering for him. But I, it's contagious almost. Yeah. Cheering for Paco. 
Well, yeah, because so for me, it's it's that that underdog, right? He he's a little um, smaller than the other guys. Yeah, noticeably smaller. He's a little scrawnier. Right. Right. And um, not that he can't go, but he's just a little smaller. Right. Right. And it just I don't know. There's something about him that just makes you want to cheer for him. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that you're not the only one cheering for him, the whole crowd is. Like I it's an easy name to chant too. You, you said that two before. syllables, <laughs> right? Those. I think I have said that before. You know, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's something about the guy. Like, even when you meet him, uh, he's so you know friendly or whatnot. Like, he just feels like it could be you. You know, like he's the guy that you know, your neighbor, uh, yeah, your neighbor, mm-hmm. Paco from next door. Right. Used to grow up, you know, playing tag. <laughs> me and Paco in the neighborhood. Um, Jay Chris versus Paco versus Davy Vega versus Chuck Taylor. Fatal four-way. Right. So prior to this, we had a promo, um, and, and I didn't get to hear the full promo, but I know there was uh, some uh, screen uh, projector thing going on uh, where um, it was Fitchett and Davey Vega saying something to each other, like, you're going to back me up in my match or something like that. And I, I didn't get to, to really listen to the whole promo, but did you guys remember that? or? Yeah. Uh, so... It was Vega giving Fitchett the besties jacket for his match uh-huh. and saying that he needs it. And Fitchett was saying that, you know, I thank you, but like, you know, don't almost like I kind of got to do my own thing or I kind of want to do my own thing okay. at some point. It was kind of like what Mojo Raleigh and Zack Ryder are, are like kind of teasing right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you watched like SmackDown and the Money in the Bank before it, but. It's kind of like, hey, I, I don't, I, I like tagging with you, but I could have my own solo career. It's almost like when you split away from your company and like, you know, I gotta just do this for so myself. So he gave him his two week notice. Yeah, he gave <laughs> him. He he was like kind of hinting at a two week. Yeah. He didn't give it to him. He was kind of hinting at it. Okay, okay. Like the the two week notice. Um, the two card notice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the two the two the two show notice. But Vega like gave him the jacket and kind of forced it on him. Okay. Um. But yeah, it didn't have to really so much to do. It just it didn't have to so much to do with Vega, but like Fitchett, mm-hmm. kind of. Okay. Um, so Fitchett could have a lot of singles matches in the future. We'll see. Uh, I I'm like the only one in that room that cheered for Davey Vega, but uh, yeah, I liked I, it. I, I like I, <laughs> I like, love him. He's yeah, hilarious. Like, Vega's good, but he just like Paco incites you to cheer for him. Yeah. Vega just drives you to boo him. You know. He does. Yeah. Which is great, and he's always always chiming back at us on Twitter. Yeah, uh, I sent him a Snapchat where he did a leg drop and like landed right on Paco's Dude, that skull. That was nasty, bro. It was like nasty. savage leg drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a tornado DDT on the outside too, from uh, Vega onto Chris. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Chris ended up pinning Paco though. Won the match. Did mm-hmm. he win that fatal four way match at Thursday Night Special? Um, it was Laredo Kid, right, and him and Myron Reed, maybe, and someone else. Yeah, I. I can't remember. These off the top two, of my head. you guys were yeah. at the show, we both of you. <laughs> we had a few modelos. <laughs> <laughs> right. The modelos were flowing. That, that the night. modelos were yeah, always well, flowing. When we were at Bourbon, at Bourbon, at, uh, at the Eagles, Eagles Club, Club, yeah, they always run out of modelos. I'm not saying that we're drinking them all, but they run. I'm out of I'm saying that you're <laughs> drinking them all. That's no. funny. Um, okay, any other thoughts about that match? Mm, not really. Um, just keep bringing Paco. Yeah, Paco fan favorite, Push Paco. Hashtag Push, push Paco. Paco. Yeah. Push Paco. ZSJ versus Fitchett was next. It was faster paced than I thought it would be. Yeah. I think um, mm-hmm. 
So initial thoughts right right off the bat, and I think uh, you know our friend Jim was there as well, um, and he told me straight up, was like, bro, I think this is gonna be like CSJ versus uh, Drew Gulak. Fitcher versus Gulak. Oh yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and and yeah, like that's what I thought the match was gonna be. Um, it wasn't completely ground grappling submissions, um, but I think overall it was it was decent. Um, and I just so it could be me, but is is and, and I've been trying not to go down this road, but the Zack Saber matches are to me just being feeling like the same thing over and over. Okay. So did you agree with that, Hector? I do and I don't. Okay. I do because uh, Chris is my friend. <laughs> and I don't because I'm a Zack Saber Jr. fan. Yeah, you, know? you. He's one of those guys you either love or hate. Yeah, you either love him or hate him. And um, there's like really I, no middle I, with I him. I think it's his theme that gets me. You know. Oh, his, his theme. His, his theme song coming out. I don't know. The first time I saw him, um, I like that slow wrestling. The. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm a big fan of that. Uh, grappling. Uh huh. Slow, but um, I don't know. Zack Saber Jr. brings something that um, I don't see in anybody else. That's in, very true. In AEW or mm-hmm. any other small promotions, but we'll see. Maybe uh, down the line he'll get a title shot or something. If if well, the the kind of the Elgin versus ZSJ match that was probably if he won that that was probably yeah. his. But still, I don't see why not. You know, um, or Elgin um, Zebra two. Yeah, well, yeah, that'll be good. I gotta watch that first one. I got to do that, but uh, so I'm, you know, I, and again, you know, I'm not no expert. I'm not no wrestler or whatnot, but damn maybe, sure you ain't. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> like if I feel like uh, with uh, Sexy Ever Jr., if he would just either kind of vary his holds, like I feel like the holds are the same once over and over. Okay. Right. So like, just don't do that, you know, octopus stretch or whatnot, one match, and then next time you come to AEW, uh, and again, you know, variety like, and holds. Yeah, yeah yes. just because he has the the arsenal to pull anything and everything that he wants. Yeah. Like, he's the technical wizard. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just, I guess that's that's my my thing. Like, I want to see a different hold, not the same ones over and over. I don't yeah. know if that makes sense. That, that completely makes sense to me. I think, uh, back to the, your point about the music, I think there are some wrestlers who go a little bit, like, further with, like, music consistency and, like, entrance videos and... Like, I agree, like, that song, it was to the point where it was in my head, and, like, I've looked it up before, and, like, he's very, I feel like he uses that song in a lot of different places, so, like, kudos to him for being branding Con- consistent, mm-hmm. and then I feel like there's some people who, like, don't have entrance videos at AEW, and, like, maybe have switched up their music recently for just, like, random reasons, and it's, it it's a, it's, like, a very nitpicky anal thing I have, and with, with Zack Sabre Jr., that's a great point, like, he's consistently branding himself that way um i think this i think time hurt this match i think time hurt the kingston Cobb match and the next match i'm going to talk to i think time hurt it but because what do you mean time like not enough not time? enough time i think okay. that this is this is um i don't want to sound like a fucking smark but the theory of like this card cannibalizing itself like there is 10 matches instead of like eight right yes. sometimes usually yes. there's eight. eight now there's yeah. 10 so this submission match, probably because it has less time, now goes from your Zack Sabre Jr., or excuse me, from your Fitchett Gulak yeah. slower submission match, which was, some people are talking about that's like one of the best 
AEW matches they've ever seen. Still, like people are always talking about that match. That and you mentioned this last time, and it's true. Like for some reason or another, I do bump into the uh, Drew McIntyre or what's his indie name? Galloway. Uh, Galloway mm-hmm. versus um, uh, I was gonna say CSJ. Jesus, names are all over DJZ. the place. DJC. DJC. Like mm-hmm. that match keeps coming up. Also, yeah, that match keeps coming up. Gulak and Fitchy keeps coming up, and that was slower. And I expected this one to be a little bit slower. And like you said, they got it was like submissions, but faster pace submissions. Mm-hmm. And I think like it was because hey, there's like two extra matches on this card, so everyone like speed up your shit. Instead of getting 13 minutes, people have like eight, nine. You know, like that matters though. Yeah. Um, and well, that matters. That we're like kicking like those last two to three minutes. Like matches kick into that second gear and have all those the first false finishes. Time they had ten matches. I don't recall them having ten matches in one card. Uh, I don't know. That'll be an interesting yeah, fact this, toy to look up. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give you a homework assignment, Hector. <laughs> <laughs> Go back. I want all the cards broken down in a spreadsheet. All right, I'm joking. Uh, but yeah, I think that's just my two cents on this. Like, could have gone slower, and then picked up. I'm a. I know you know me. Like, I'm huge on pace. Uh-huh. I'm huge on time and pace and matches. And if you know, like, I've if you listen to the podcast, I've said that a hundred thousand times. I'll stop saying it, but. <laughs> It's a thing. It's a real thing. Like, you give someone th- three to four extra minutes, and you have a completely different match. All right, moving on. I'm rambling. Abyss versus Low Key. This match lasted six minutes, 54 seconds. I wrote it down. <laughs> okay. Back to time again. Um, a really awesome ending, though. Abyss is blinded by tax thrown at his face. Yes. And he accidentally chokeslams JT Davidson on the tax. JT Davidson is always getting himself involved, which is fantastic. Took... Did a off the top rope bump at Thursday Night Special. Now he takes a tack bump, and then a biscuit's rolled up in his little parachute pants yes. that make noise when he All walks. Are we gonna get JT Davison in the ring at some point? As a as like part of a, as part of a match as part of a tag. Would you like that, that or that, no? That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would. I think. I think he's. Yeah. Uh, he he is a he, he's a wrestler. He yeah uh, he's built too. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I had seen a tweet because he's he was he put out a. a, a a post out there this week or last week where he was open, he had the schedule open or whatever. So a bunch of people picked him up to do uh, to participate on their podcast. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Mar- Martin tagged us in, uh, yeah. in his post. Yeah, uh, but of course we weren't friends with him, so I can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I saw that you know he does like an annual match, pretty much. He does like a one. A match a year or something like that, and for I think it's a CZW or something. No, but um, like I don't know, like he does something, (laughs) like where where he does this one death match a year. Okay, yeah, like Um, the Undertaker. So, well, yes, (laughs) JD Davidson is the Undertaker of the Indies. That that sounds great to me. (laughs) So yeah, I want to. I haven't seen any of his like death matches that he's talked about. Okay, um, but uh, yeah, I would love to see him as a competitor, and you know. Maybe teaming up with um, with one of the Chris brothers. Well, what sold me was that night at I think it was Thursday night special when he went on top of the rope and he just yeah flew out. Just did a moonsault or uh, no, it was, it was just, just like a, a yeah summer. I don't know what you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, but it was like, a it was tope suicida. Yeah, he just went up there. He's like he knew he was gonna do it and didn't think twice and just. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. What is his? What's his ring gear like? Does he wrestle? I, in I a don't suit? know. I, I think I, I I picture him wrestling with like jeans or some. 
chains? Just like because Dean I, Ambrose? J- yeah, just because you know he the mentioned drifter. death matches. The, the drifter, yeah. The drifter. Maybe he comes out with a guitar well, doesn't, or doesn't, a violin. Isn't that what they're all wearing? Hawaii <laughs> 4K now. Like, right, maybe he has a vest. Oh yeah, Jay Chris is, Jake <laughs> was trying to look a lot like Sammy with yeah. that kid up, like yeah. the last couple times. He's got uh, that. But see, I'll t- I'll do it the other way around. Like Sammy's the one that's adopting the the vest. Like I know Sammy has had had a vest for a while, but he wasn't consistent. Um, Chris, he was always with the with the vest. Chris was vest first. Yeah, I think so. Okay. And then like Sammy now is like, all right, we're the the vest brothers. The vest <laughs> and Sammy doesn't. Need, Sammy ditched that one piece like a while ago. He hasn't worn that in oh, so yeah. long. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what you want to call it. The yeah, leotard. That singlet, whatever. Singlet, yes, that's a that's a good. Uh, everybody, boot abyss. Abyss has real heat. Use that real heat, please. To continue to use it. I enjoy seeing abyss on the card now. Never thought I'd mm-hmm. say it, be- because I enjoy booing the living <laughs> crap out of it. Yeah. Crap out of him. Yeah, that's that's something that everybody should do from now on. Just, just boo him. They started. They they turned the OI four K chant into a fuck. You, uh, this. <laughs> I, I didn't notice that. I didn't pick that up. Yeah, you didn't pick that up? Yeah, uh-uh. I, I heard that. It My friend Dan, who, like I said, the, you could call him his, the new guy, right? Mm-hmm. And really enjoyed that. And I have some more, like, raw feedback and notes from him mm-hmm. uh, that we can kind of look at at the intermission part. But before that, one more match. Heritage title, Penta versus Trevor Lee. Uh, Trevor Lee changes music, full heel now. He yeah. announces himself being from TNA Impact Wrestling, which is smart. Hector, I'm going to start with you on this one. Oh, wow. Um, well, when I first started coming to AEW shows, I was not a Penta fan. I hated Penta. Uh, Chris oh throws it God. at my face all the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> you need to leave this room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I started liking Penta, so I'm a huge Penta fan now. I even own He's a few shirts. Corner. Oh. Yeah. Um, but Trevor Lee, he is... He's your guy, right? He is my guy. So, um, Trevor Lee, I don't know. Um, good match overall. I uh, liked it. Um, people were saying, let's go Trevor, let's go Penta. I was saying both. <laughs> um, I think Chris... He was uh, torn both these guys. Yeah, I was chanting both these guys. Chris saw me um, saying one of those. So, I liked it. Uh, good match overall. Yeah. Um, I, I, I did see Penta winning. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, uh, down the line, Trevor Lee um, gets 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 some kind of gold. Yeah, he's still young. I mean, yeah. he's gonna be like around for a while, yeah. right? I right. would think so. And I mean, he he already tasted AEW gold. He was a tag team champion, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah your profile um, photo. Yeah, right. yeah. You've <laughs> forgotten about that. That, that. that random picture I took with him at uh, Logan. In Logan, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The, night, the night they uh, took the belts. Um, who was his partner for his tag team partner? It was Andrew Everett. Everett. Andrew Everett, yeah, right? He's, mm-hmm. he's hurt still, I believe. I'm not sure. Oh, so is that is that why yeah. he, stopped? he stopped? Okay. Well, then it was supposed to be Jack Evans, and then Jack Evans was hurt and couldn't like def- so they c- he couldn't like defend it with uh, his a consistent regular partner, partner yeah. or anybody else. Okay. Or a sub. Yeah. So they dropped him. So, so what did you think about this match, Chris? Yeah, um, I think it was it was a good match. Um, this one, uh, do you know the time on this one? No, I don't have the time on this one, but I agree but I that this was like, like a good ma- like a solid match. I have solid match right yeah. now. Yeah, I feel like to be a little picky, like it could have used a little bit more time just because, um, you know, like usually you have a lot of false finishes in a Penta match, which I'm not saying that's a good thing all the time. Mm-hmm. And this this was different. So I'm like, all right, that's cool. Like, you know, I'm not getting the same Penta match over and over. Um, 
But, you know, he hit that Canadian destroyer or Mexican destroyer, destroyer, whatever he calls it. Yeah, I told my uh, friend Dan, <laughs> the new guy, I was like, that's huge right now in the Indies. He's, and he enjoyed it. So it's his first time seeing it. Right. And mm-hmm. then, you know, his like package, pile driver thing. And um, I just, I didn't think it was going to be over that quick. Yeah. I love Penta's moveset. Mm-hmm. I would have I would have loved an arm break. I hope we see an arm break in the future soon. I'm kind of like missing it. Yeah, like he's implementing you know little things here and there. Like one of the things that good I've word seen implementing. It's <laughs> a nice marketing business buzzword right there. <laughs> there you go. Um, but like the whole like cero uh, miedo and then taking off his glove. Oh yeah. It, 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 you know, at first like it's something's not very new, but it's something that he's been consistently doing now. Yeah, you which gotta find like, a way to tweak your stuff. Always yeah, reinvent. which is that's that's cool. And mm-hmm. talking about reinventing, right? Like you know, you're a full on heel, uh, Trevor. So he did change up his music. You know, the whole cut the music thing was getting old. Yeah, and even people were saying like cut the music. So he's like, I don't want people to you know, kind of call out my thing. So yeah. I'm just gonna switch it up. That, was, that cool. was cool. Yeah, it was commitment. Mm-hmm. All right, we're at intermission now. Let me read off some feedback I have from. Dan, yeah, first first AEW show of like the new AEW, you could say the newer. Think back of your first AEW show. Does any of this resonate with you? Here are his notes. The fans cheering was the best I've ever seen in sports. <laughs> back and forth between favorites um, in the same chance, etc. Everything was awesome. Um, so he liked the cheers, basically, uh-huh. is what he's trying to say, or, or, and our creative method of using them. Said his favorite match was the match that started off the second half, which we'll get to, the six-man tag. Every match was relatively good wrestling, though. Very few slip-ups. Um, these guys were pros, which we knew, but it's good that he can acknowledge that. Right. Once again, he, I love the all these guys chant, so I'm back to chants. I think he was mm-hmm. just entertained by us being just rowdy and, and, and I think that's one of the things that makes AEW unique, and we've talked about this, how the crowd is so invested at all times. And when there's a chant going, everybody follows, and it's just it, it builds the atmosphere uh, for you to like fully embrace AEW and what's going on in the ring. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Um, he said limited storylines, but that works considering the format of no weekly shows. So I thought that's interesting. interesting. Yeah. He said it felt a lot more like a boxing promotion than the soap opery elements I'm used to with wrestling. And he kind of likes the soap opera element. So maybe he wanted like mm-hmm. a little bit of WWE bullshit thrown in there, which mm-hmm. is this is not what it is. Right. Uh, but that's just plays into the, our gimmick, which is like people like different things, which is cool. Wrestling mm-hmm. is a buffet. Um, and he said, not as violent as I thought it would be. So that uh, abyss, low key, that was your, you only had <laughs> six, under seven minutes. So I'm not blaming you, but that was, that was the match that could have been more violent. Um, and he liked the middle fingers and the swearing, uh, feeling like that it was, you know, actual fighting. So I guess it's more to the abyss and low key yeah. match. And he enjoyed it overall. So that's raw feedback from a new fan. So if anyone who works for AEW is listening and you want to convert someone, those are the things they may or may not like. Um, Dan mostly watches WWE, so. Okay, which mm-hmm. that's that's cool. So next in line, we gotta take uh, get loose. Right? Oh yeah, we're gonna take Louis. Hopefully, if he's down, yeah. I think I think we've tried to convert him as as well too. But he's very excited. 
Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll, he watches WWE mostly, too. So yeah, we'll that's see, why like, it'll be interesting to see what his take on it will be. Exactly. All right, second half. Are you guys ready? Yep. Yeah. Do we need a water break? I'm good. Are you good? I'm good. I'm good. It's a lot more air conditioned in this <laughs> in this office than it was at 115 Bourbon Street. That's for sure. Feels good in here. It does feel good in here. Six man tag: Myron Reed, Trey Miguel, and the leader of the pack, Stephen Wolf. I just remember that nickname. Mm. That was impressive. Uh, oh, oh my God. Versus uh, Desmond Xavier. In my notes, I have Xavier Woods written down. That oh. is not. No, that's not. That's that is not Xavier. the person who wrestled. Desmond Xavier, Zachary Once, and DJ Z. Welcome back, DJ Z. Glad you're doing well. Yep. Uh, Scarlet and Graves or Xavier and Once get the pin. Um, it was a really interesting move. It was a uh, standing uh, shooting star press, but uh, Desmond Xavier like started. It, it starts up by the like they're. they're is it by his feet or something? He starts by his head, and then he does it, and he gets pushed in the air to yeah. line up with Which his Which I body. thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, really cool. So this was your, this is your future here. These are your high flyers. This is like, you know, these guys may be around for a while, which is fantastic, and we love that. Um, all of them were kind of mixed into this match. It was Dan's favorite match. What did you it, guys think? It was, it was definitely... Um, it, it's an... If if the main event is, was not the best match of the night, I think this was. Yeah, yeah, I think this makes a running for best match of the night. A hundred percent, I agree with that. Um, tons of dives, different stuff. What do you think, Hector? Um, good match overall. I okay. like it. Um, they're young. They're all young, talented, and like you said, they're the future of indies. Mm-hmm. So, um, I like I like the dives. I like all that flying stuff. So, overall, I liked it. Cool. Yeah, uh, for sure, and you know I've I've always enjoyed uh, Desmond's work. I, yeah, I, I missed him at AEW shows, but I know yeah. you know he was doing his thing with once out in uh, Europe, and all good for him. But glad to see him back. Yeah, and glad to see uh, DJ Z back too. So yeah, um, it, like so it was great to see these guys back. The, these guys that we we know for some amount of time or whatnot, and then also seeing the new wave of. Of AEW, I think it's it's great. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Next is, <clears throat> excuse me, Mundo versus Cage. Funny thing happened. People kept throwing Johnny Mundo's shirt back. Nobody wanted it. Yeah. It was a Boone shirt. I would have took that. And I remember <laughs> I stood up. We were in the back row, and I stood up, and he looked at me, uh-huh. and he made a face like, that's way too far, bro. <laughs> I would have I would have accepted that kept shirt. It, yeah. I would have kept that shirt, yeah. I, I listened to... An Art of Wrestling, Coca Bana's podcast recently with Morrison, and I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the most of Coca Bana's are really good, but I especially like the one with Johnny Mundo. But this is when the heat started kicking in. There was like a soda machine that was making a noise back there, and oh. it got like the crowd distracted. Like, did you hear that? Um, no, I did not. You did not. It was like a it was like a constant like sound of like something running. And it started up really loud, and the crowd was like chanting stuff, and then it turned off. Oh, okay, no, I, no. I didn't hear any of that. It, would, it's, it was like hard to notice. I didn't notice it until like the crowd like made an, like they made like a soda pop chant or something like that, or oh. it was like some kind of soda machine was running really mm-hmm. loud. Yeah, and it was really hot in this match, and it was actually really sloppy. The match. Do you guys remember or have any thoughts on it? I don't remember any sloppiness. I remember um, when Mundo gets thrown into the ring and he does that you know he does those uh parkour moves to yeah. like land on his feet and stuff mm-hmm. so i was like oh you know that that's cool um 
But um, I don't remember any sloppiness. Yeah, I remember it was... And Mundo and Cage had a feud in Lucha Underground. Yeah, yeah. So I told Dan, I was like, this is going to be really good. And then Dan was just like... You know when... I've noticed something, too, when I was watching Money in the Bank. Like, when I'm watching wrestling... I go if I really like a match, I go into the zone where I'm completely bought in, and if like stuff is believable and it's crisp and like the moves are mm-hmm. well and they make and, like the psychology makes sense, I'm in the zone that like you can't take me out of this almost trance. Mm-hmm. But then when like a botch sort of happens or something kind of sloppy, I like break out of it, and now okay. it like takes me a while to get it back into it. It happened in the Usos match with New Day Money in the Bank, which we can talk about later, mm-hmm. but. Because that match was really good, and I was like so into it, and it was so believable, and I felt like I there was some sloppiness in this match, the Mundo Cage match, that n- it never allowed me to like kind of come into the zone. When this is another one that didn't kick in the second gear, I don't believe so in my opinion. Um, there was like at the beginning, Cage put Mundo's shirt like through his trunks, which I thought was really funny. So like that yeah. was cool, and I'm a big fan of Johnny Mundo, and I'm glad that he ended up getting the pinfall here, but. I don't know. Like I was disappointed. I think the um, the time wise, I think um, mm-hmm. five minutes more it would have made a big difference. Yep. Um, I don't know. Um, good match overall, I guess. Um, I did like the part about the shirt throwing it back out there, throwing it to the crowd, throwing it back in the ring. Yeah. Reminded me of a. Uh, let me throwing it back to an old ECW. Uh, one night stand, John Cena, RVD. John <laughs> okay. Cena throws uh-huh. his shirt, and they keep throwing it back. So <laughs> at, at that time, I was thinking, awesome. I was thinking that I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." It reminded me a few years what happened, but overall, good match, I guess. Uh, maybe five more minutes into the match, yep. a little extra time would have made a little bit of difference. But it was kind of a slow. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't feel the vibe. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Right, so. and and these are two different styles, right? Like I mentioned, the parkour of uh, Johnny Mundo, and then um, Cage is a very like strong, like power slam. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna slow you down type of guy because I'm strong. Yep. Um, Cage is a monster. Yeah, <laughs> he's a machine. He's, he's not a man. He's, he's a machine. <laughs> he's a right. monster. Mm-hmm. So you know, I thought you know sometimes when we see these. Uh, two different uh, styles. Like it turns out to be a great match, but in this case, like yeah, it it, it left a little room to kind of desire a little more from from yeah. the match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, this is I think when I like really noticed the heat. I noticed it the whole time, but I have a note here that just says extreme heat in the building. Uh huh. That's all the note says. So I think this was like affecting the soda machine. It was affecting me. It was affecting Mundo and Cage. Um, but then. War Machine versus Red Dragon went 20 minutes. Yeah, that yeah. was that was long. And so this is the first time of me uh seeing War Machine. Same. Same. Yeah. yeah. First time. So but the crowd popped huge for them. So it was like, all right, it made it, it was like, all right, if the crowd is chanting so much for them, like let me really focus and pay attention. Like it should be something great. And mm. they started off in New Japan. No, I believe Ring of Honor first. They've been ROH champs, and then they were just recently IWGP uh, tag champs. Not the junior tag champs, but the, okay. The, okay. the and they just lost them to, god damn it. They just lost them to maybe the Bullet Club, um, like Tama Tonga and his, mm. other, his other buddy, okay. um, whose name I can't recall. But they j- at the Dominion show, War Machine wrestled, lost those belts. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. But no, they're mm-hmm. they're uh, for like someone who's watched the indie scene for a while. Like everyone knows about War Machine. 
mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know a ton. Um, but I really enjoyed this match. This was probably... Actually, I would probably put this... If not main event, I would put this as my match of the night, personally, for me. Okay. I w- I'm not going to disagree with you, but for me, I think I was I was hitting that point of I need to sip on some five-hour energy, energy drink. Okay. Like, um, even though we had intermission and all that stuff, like, um, I don't know if it was because of the heat exhaustion or dehydration from all the Modelos, like... But it was like that's probably it. I I think at this point of this match, like I was into it, but then like yeah, like even though I'm sure it was great because it was it had enough time to do its thing, um, I couldn't enjoy it too much because I was super like I was getting tired and I was really hot. Yeah. Did you? What did right. you eat at Bourbon? Did you eat like no, something I, heavy or no? no? I didn't even eat nothing. I the didn't whole left side my... of the menu. <laughs> 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 no, I had uh, I ordered wings and I didn't okay. even finish them. But, oh yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I just think it was like I don't know if it was because we were back there and like it was probably hotter towards the back. I, I, I don't. Know. Know. You were I outside a little bit too on the patio. Yeah. Like the sun drained. It, it the took sun a toll. takes the energy out of me. Mm-hmm. Um. So you were getting a little sleepy here? Not, uh, to, not, not because not of the sleepy. match, but... Right. No, not sleepy, but just okay. tired. And it's like, all right, we still have a few to go. And just kind of... Then I started kind of thinking, how many matches do we have left? When is, you know, the the raffle happening? Like, how much do we have okay. left, right? Mm-hmm. Because I was I was feeling it. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Hector? What same thing. Thoughts same, on this match? Same thing. Uh, first time seeing War Machine. Uh, hopefully mm-hmm. they come back. Um, don't know much about them, but... Um, the heat, it was um, hot in there. <laughs> I, uh, I had, I, I, I never have pop, and I bought a pop to um, boost me up a little bit. Okay, um, but um, hopefully they come back. Um, they they took the win, so yeah. And the crowd, please come back. So yeah, Garza Jr. got to please come back. Chan, we forgot to mention that they did or. War Machine did as well. War Machine ended up getting the victory, and they um, they they look huge. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. They are freaking guys. huge. I, I saw them at the merch table when we when I walked in, and they did not look that big. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, like bigger in the ring? I was like, oh yeah, that's War Machine. Yeah, cool. Well, you know what? You know what makes people look bigger? And this is like kind of a weird thing, but the uh, ring gear. The ring gear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The tight big guys in tights. Like those big tree trunk legs, you mm-hmm. gotta show those off if you're a big guy. You look bigger. I'm I'm dead serious. Like, actually, I heard this again referencing the art of wrestling. Was this with uh Congo Kong? Congo Kong, yeah, yeah, Congo Kong. They said that he used to wear like a singlet or like or like maybe tights or something. And they said, like, yeah, you gotta show off a singlet. You gotta show mm-hmm. off your body. So then he went to that like kind of diaper thing that he has right <laughs> okay. now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah they, they they didn't they did not look that big when uh. At the merch table, I walked by and I was just looking at the merch table. I was uh, debating on buying a shirt from them, and I was like, uh, "I'll wait after the show or at the next show if they come." But once they got in that ring, I was like, "Holy cow, these guys are huge!" Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought, I thought um, this was another really good match where different styles really w- worked well. Um, so they, that was my compliment with like Cobb and Kingston. I thought the styles worked really well here too because. Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish were like leg strikes, a little bit of like MMA, right? Yeah. Uh, back elbows and things like that. And War Machine is I'm just gonna put both guys in the turnbuckle and run back and forth and like, use my my massive size. So I thought wrestling styles did really well here to complement each other. Yes, agree. Cool. All right, main event. So yeah, at this point, 
The raffle happened. I didn't win again. Nope. That, that guy, that guy won last time. Right. And the same won, guy won again, same right? Won, won, won how again. many? How many people are buying? So maybe we need to start buying more. And so I, I think I told you what I do. <laughs> I I buy the DVD. That's fifteen bucks, and then the other five, I just buy them in tickets. Okay. So it works out that way. But yeah, I've you know I've there's been time. I think one time we did spend like ten bucks in, in raffle tickets. Well, that, that guy had like four strings of tickets. Yeah, so that's true. He did he, show a he, big. So he, you know. I guess, props to him, right? Yeah. What was the pot? What was the, the what two point five million? Wow, <laughs> two point five mil. That's crazy. I think it was like one seventy five. One seventy five. Okay, that's Not decent. Could buy a bunch of Modellos with that, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, you can. Um, the crowd was lit. The crowd loved it. New champ, old champ, chance. There were some chair shots. Yeah, this, this as soon as this match started, mm-hmm. I was ready to go. I was hyped. Okay, I stayed hyped. He uh, ain't hyped. <laughs> and um, yeah, like this this was good. I just with the with the pre work that AEW had done before to build it up. Yep, was enough for me to be like, all right, it's on. Like this is the main event. It felt like a main main event. Yeah, a hundred percent. They invested in it, and it did feel like a main event. I felt like the crowd treated it like a main event because of all the packages and the press conference. And the right, because even the people the, the that went with me, right. So um, I think we had a group of what, like six or so, um, and a lot of. Uh, my friends came with their girlfriends and wives yep, and whatnot, yep, yep. Um, and I sent them the link. So they watched it and they knew that this was the main event. Yeah. So they were they were there to watch the main event. Yep. Happy belated Father's Day, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Happy belated Father's Day. See, you guys could have bought me bank, a Modelo huh? on Saturday, but y'all forgot. It's all right. Oh, <laughs> I should have brought one to this to this sitting. Um, right. I have a note here that says bicycle kick frenzy. Many bicycle kicks. Yeah. Elgin was selling his knee after those chair shots. There was the hardest part of the ring spot. I pointed at Hector when that happened. I remember <laughs> that vividly. And Sammy got his ass kicked throughout the whole, the whole match. Throughout the whole match, JT Davidson, Jay Chris come out. Sammy waves him to the back, and he wants to so, do it himself. Right. So kudos to Sammy for that. I, so I, during the match, mm-hmm. Hector's like. Where, I think you asked me like where's where's JT Davidson? Yeah, I at? did not see JT. And I, and I picked it up mm-hmm. that when Sammy took off his what would he have a jacket or a vest like a tuxedo vest or something? No, he it was wore like a the leather vest. jacket. Uh, was it a leather jacket? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So he takes off the jacket and throws it at JT Davidson, and he tells him, "Take it to the back." Did you guys did you guys miss the promo that Sammy had, an intermission? Yeah, uh, we did. yeah. Okay, so Sammy said at intermission. That JT Davidson was in the promo. He said, "Announce me and then go to the back." Like oh, he, really? Yeah, he said that. See, we missed that. I didn't yeah, know that. he said, and he told Jay Chris, Jay Chris wasn't in the promo, but he said, mm-hmm. "Don't come out there. I'm doing this myself." Because that's been the whole thing uh-huh. that Elgin keeps pointing out. You can't do it without your boys, right? That's how like Sammy gets heat. People interfere. Yeah. People interfere in a promotion where there's no disqualifications. So yeah. it's like <laughs> it's gonna happen. Um, so yeah, I picked that mm-hmm. up. The whole. Give him the, he gave him the jacket, yep. take it to the back. So I'm like, oh, interesting. Because yeah, he He's, did come out with... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did the whole, introduction, the whole introduction. I love when that happens, too. Yeah. So when, when uh, JT posted that he had some free time or whatnot, or the boys are out in Austin, I'm in the Midwest. If you, anybody, you know, needs a... Um, uh, not an announcer. What does he call himself? A manager, mm-hmm. right? Is like, and then a lot of people, like, started posting. It's like... Oh, how much would you charge me to introduce me and my friend at the bar? <laughs> 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 Which that would be great. Like that would be great. 
That that's that's a way to make an entrance right there. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, lo- love his mic work. Or at a wedding, imagine that. Ooh, oh, don't give me ideas, bro. Oh man. <laughs> um. Yeah. So Sammy's getting his ass kicked, and then the roll up happens. Yes, I did not see that coming. Mm-hmm. It it caught me by surprise, but it wasn't one of those like, holy shit! It it just happened. It was like, what the fuck? Right. Like I was disappointed. I was mad. Is it because you wanted uh, Elgin to win? Yeah, I wanted I wanted Elgin to win. Just, okay. I think yeah, it was time. Yeah, it felt like it was time, and I'm like, like it's okay if this is a back and forth for a couple months. Like, yeah. let's see the title switch hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, hindsight 2020, I think like great fucking like I can't complain about Sammy being the champion. No, neither can I. Maybe they'll do a rematch. Maybe they'll do a rematch. But at this point, like, even though I wanted Elgin to win, I can't complain about Sammy being the champion. Like, I love Sammy's yep. work. He he has it all. Yeah, we want to talk about little things. Sammy is like has the only entrance video where there's like actual footage of him like wrestling people. If you I don't know if you noticed. Oh, that. I don't think I've noticed. A that. lot of people, it's just almost like a PowerPoint slide that has their name on it. <laughs> right. Sammy, like little things. Sammy puts in the work to cut a promo that makes sense about a press conference, and then actually like send his manager to the back. Like he strings together all these things that we don't even notice that uh-huh. just pe- other people aren't doing. It's just like that extra effort. I think that's why I like him the most. Uh, well, not that's that's. Yeah, I mean, he, that's why he I is like right now. He is the face of AEW. Yeah, hundred percent. Would you? Did you want to see a title he, change, Hector? I did. I okay. Did. I, I thought it was time. Um, I like I like Sammy and I like Elgin, but I thought it was time. Um, just didn't s- the hype they were building. It was just Elgin's last two or three matches were amazing. So. I think this match was going to be the match that Elgin takes takes it. Mm-hmm. But I guess Sammy's just being Sammy and he yeah, still champ. Yeah, so so how did you feel about the roll up like um I thought it made sense. If Sammy's going to win, that it makes sense that he wins that way. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be Elgin for sure. Like yeah. I I probably would I probably was so confident I could have put money down. Like you said this is it's not what I expected, but the it, but it the result is not a bad result at all. Like this is a good result. Sammy's still our champion. We've loved this, and okay. he'll and he'll continue to do awesome work. Uh, it makes sense for him to win that way, Sammy. Like if he's gonna send everybody back and then squeak one out, like how mm-hmm. is he gonna do it? You got to do a roll up, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, uh, I, I mean, just to 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 go back and really like put myself in that place where I'm really into the match and now everything is believable and, and mm-hmm. I'm all in, you know, for me to have that reaction of like, what the fuck? Just being super disappointed and, you know, slamming the, the guardrail or whatever that was near me. Right. You know, it's like, all right, like you guys got me. That good, was a raw shit. fan, believable reaction yeah. to a believable thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, th- I don't think I ever seen you that mad. <laughs> I was uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you would have thought like DIY lost or something like right. that, or like <laughs> don't, don't remind us of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was AW Kills Among Us. I don't know how to, I, I still my favorite show of the year is still Homecoming at Berwyn 2017, 100 percent. Still favorite show of the year. This show I thought would have been a little bit better. It wasn't a bad show. It was a gr- it was a good show. I thought it would have been better with. If you were like save a couple of these awesome single matchups and like put them on the next card, put them on like July show, and uh-huh. this show has like eight, yeah, eight, eight, so, car, eight, ra- eight so matches. I, that's, and, that's something and we some need to go, go back into, longer. right? To mm-hmm. like really figure out what's the the average uh, number of matches that AEW has in the in a show, mm-hmm. right? And, and what's that 
key number. Um, so it's not That's your too homework, long. Chris. You got homework, uh, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, he's delegating to you now, Hector. Look, uh, AEW has a new website. I got to go check it out then and see if they have history about it. Yeah, they do, reason. don't they? Yeah, they, uh-huh. they, they launched I noticed that. I noticed yeah. that today. Uh, yeah, so I, I think it's it's been live for about a month i think i think it went live before the thursday show or something like that okay but um yeah i don't i didn't snoop around too much to see if they had uh updated history titles or uh recent cards or whatever past events anything like that so i'll check that out see if i could find anything okay um but yeah um yeah the optimal number of matches um Cody Rhodes coming in August, defining moment, AEW defining moment. Right. That merch, that line is going to be good luck with that. That is going to be outside Berwyn into the next <laughs> suburb. Um, good luck standing in that merch line. You I could eat tacos be. across the street yeah. while you're in the line. <laughs> you're going to be, yeah, there's a good Mexican place right across the street from Ber- Berwyn Eagles Club. You're going to be ordering your Mexican food. <laughs> While, While standing in line to, to buy or take a picture for with Cody Rhodes. Um, before that, we have, um, what is it, United Would Stand? United Would Stand. That sounds right. July 15th, I believe. Do you know, have they announced anyone for that? I don't think so. Okay. At least I, I we tried looking it up right before. I uh, think I've heard that they, um, Keith Lee was going to make his uh, appearance at Bourbon Street. Oh, right, his uh, Bourbon Street debut, right? Yeah. So. Okay. Um, so yeah, I don't know what the other matches or what the matches are gonna look like for that. Um, make sure you guys bring a bottle of water. Um, we might get a little hot in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I think uh, uh, the Cody Rhodes. I don't know if they're gonna do the twenty dollar meet and greet. You know, like they did with Swagger. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, like you said, I th- I expect that line to be pretty long. Mm-hmm. So I, th- whenever they sell the tick sell the tickets for that show. I'm sure um, if it's at uh, United with st- We Stand, I'm sure people are going to be in line just like they were for the Cerro Miedo show. Yep. So. Yeah. When we're going to do GA. It's have a blast. We'll do GA, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully I'm free those days. I haven't checked my calendar. Oh, um, busy Jones over here. Yeah. Really quick Money in the Bank thoughts. Hector, go. Uh, overall, watched all of it except the main event. Uh, okay. I fell asleep. Sorry. <laughs> um, we forgive you. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Um, I think I give it a C. Ooh, yeah. C. Um, the first match, I was pissed off. The women's, the way she, Carmella mm-hmm. won it. Okay. God, I hate that guy, Ellensworth. <laughs> <laughs> Ellensworth? Whatever his yeah. name is. I totally, Ellensworth. I hate him with a passion. I do. I just, uh, I don't know. That that put me down. Um, I was home. I was, um, I had a few beers in the fridge. I think I had like three or four, and I was, I was hyped. And after that match, I was like, screw this. <laughs> she won like that, which is um, understandable, I guess. I guess it looked good on paper and yep. not good overall, I guess. And I don't know. I just Overall, I give it a C. I haven't watched the main event. Okay. Um, I know Corbin won. I I was hoping um, Finn, my boy, would have won, but oh, well. You know. Finn? Yeah, I like Finn. Who's Finn, Finn Balor? Yeah. He's on Raw. I'm uh, not sorry. Not, not Finn. <laughs> oh, I'm uh, Nakamura. Ah. Mm-hmm. Nakamura. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Yeah. Pe- people either people either like this pay-per-view or people hated it. I think majority of people didn't like it. Majority of people, I think, had a bad reaction to the ending of the women's match. Uh-huh. I like the ending of the women's match because there's a ton of heat. You could feel that heat. And when Kamara came out to like kind of tease the cash-in, 
the crowd didn't pop at all, so I'm like glad she didn't. Uh-huh. But maybe it's because like people were still pissed at her. I think that's a good sign. Like silent heat can be good because that's real heat to me. Um, if that makes sense, like when someone is silent, yeah, you yeah. Know, instead of like booing, it can be a thing. Okay. Um, CM Punk was talking about once how he used to when he was doing that straight edge stuff. Like he used to create like jaw dropping silent heat. Um, so I think people are gonna. I just hope people are pissed at Carmella, like really pissed, and people are pissed at Ellsworth, right? Just like me. That's posi- That's a positive. <laughs> right. you, it's, you can look at it different ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no wrong way to look at it. Um, I, I liked it. I thought they didn't hold back with like cool spots. So good for the women. Yeah. They were well, doing some true. cool shit. Power bombs and fucking uh, like, you know, stuff to the outside. Charlotte Flair was doing some more cool flippy shit. Um, the tag match I thought was really good with the Usos and, and New Day. Mm-hmm. And everything else was pretty forgettable. Yeah. Um, what did you think, Chris? Yeah, I, I found myself really entertained. So I don't know if I, you know, liked the outcomes of the matches that will, and I'm not going to say matches, the outcomes of the women in the bank, uh, money in the bank, <laughs> women's match. <laughs> but, women, um, women, women in, in the, the bank. bank. Oh my uh, God. What do we it's, call it? Yeah. Anyway. Shh, don't tell Carla. We got something <laughs> we don't know about her. <laughs> women in the bank. Get um, no, cause I started watching this show late. Um, did you go to the bank today by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, so I started this show late, and I, I found myself, I'm like, I'm just going to watch that first match. But I found myself watching, like, half of the show. Okay. I left the, the main event for the next day. Okay. Um, but even the title match, I really enjoyed it. I yeah. thought it was really good. I thought the crowd did an awesome job. People are saying this a lot, but, like, the St. Louis crowd during the title match was, like, the crowd I was at, surprised at Elgin the, versus Sammy. Like, the crowd really helped yeah. that match, and I mm-hmm. thought that was awesome. It felt like a title match to me. Yep. And mm-hmm. I, I was surprised about the the reaction that Randy got, even though he was, a, you know, his hometown or whatever. Like, he had a loud pop. Like, yeah. And you, you think so? He's a face right now. I mean, but people love Randy. Even when we were at, you know, Backlash, like, he didn't get nothing like that. I don't. I mean, I don't know. It's it, it's it's being there and then hearing it on TV. So sure. it's like kind of a different. But maybe you didn't think it would be that big. Well, I guess maybe because uh, I'm 100 percent behind the Maharaja. Yeah, bro. you're the modern day, <laughs> the modern day. Ma- I am too now. Like after this match, so I think, I think he can have some inter- interesting stuff with people. Um, it's still so hard to justify the amount of work that don't, was put in before he got it. the title. <laughs> I was trying to explain it to Margaret. Margaret was uh-huh. watching. My girlfriend was watching a little bit with me, and she doesn't watch wrestling. And she was like, "Why?" I was like, "Internet." I was like, "All the internet fans are are really mad at this guy right now." And she's like, "Why?" I was like, "Well," and then I tried to like compare it. I was like, "That's the equivalent of the same belt that like Stone Cold Steve Austin held, but Stone Cold Steve Austin was like really good for two years and held." The Intercontinental belt before that, and then he got that belt. And Jinder Mahal, it was did, just a fast track. In one month, <laughs> did that like whole timeline, and didn't win really win anything before that. So it's like some people don't think he deserves it. I, I think that's where a lot of the animosity comes from. I mean, what, what do you like? Does does Lana get the same treatment? Well, what do you mean, like fast track to the title? Or yeah, her she first got a title single, shot. right? Her yeah. first singles match was a title shot. I think. I think I don't think but people she didn't win, so I guess yeah, she didn't win though. Yeah, she didn't win. It's still, I mean, I I like want to see gender succeed, mm-hmm. but like, but it's it's like I'm trying to get over the fact that like so many people work 
in the WWE for like 15 years before they're given a title shot. There's some people like RVD is a really good example before like he mm-hmm. kind of built his way up. So I'm trying to like get over that, but I want to see gender succeed. And I thought the crowd really helped build that match yeah. into something like special. Cause I thought the match at backlash was a little bit better than that one. The match that we saw. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. And um, so just to touch real quick on the, on the main event. Okay. I really, really liked it. Yeah. I, I love the, the, the Nakamura getting ambushed and okay. he's out. And then when you think it's almost over, he comes back, he kicks the crap out of everybody. And he was then, on fire. And then you have that moment of AJ Styles versus Nakamura. Yeah. I thought that was so well done. I yeah. love that. Like I, I got to go back and watch that. To, to watch that, I guess I won't give too much away, but I love that segment there where, where we had uh, Nakamura and AJ Styles in one shot, just both of them in the ring, mm-hmm. and the latter in the background. I think it was great. It was it was better than like the previous two kind of money or two or three money in the banks, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I kind of had oh. those moments. There, Hector, be warned. There's a lot of spots where they they fall on some hard stuff in the ring. The potentially the hardest part of the <laughs> ring. Wow. All right. There's a lot. My of kind of match. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, quick question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Does Nakamura's theme go all the way? <laughs> well, that that's a mystery. You have to find out. All right, going straight <laughs> home and watching that. You're never gonna see that that entrance live, bro. Get over it. <laughs> WrestleMania, hopefully. No, that would have been. So it doesn't go all the way. I'll just tell you that. But I did oh, think oh, about I did think about you because I was like, if Hector would have been in the crowd, that would have been so messed up because he never he would never had the. Oh, experience. that would have been the worst <laughs> thing for you ever. That would have. That I would. I would have. He would have been ready to go. Oh, that's it. <laughs> did you appreciate that video? I, I did. I did. Thanks. Wall? Thanks. Yeah. You and uh, Martin Martin sent it to me. Um, mm-hmm. So it was good. Um, people um, people don't know what happened. It's a long story. I was wanted to go to Backlash just for a uh, Nakamura theme. Uh, eventually, I didn't go, and um, <laughs> they sent me videos of it. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I guess because we're good wrestling friends. They send yes, you videos yes, of yep. They don't do the flashing red letters anymore. Did you notice that? Uh huh. That's stupid. That's like so Japanese, like horror film, and it's so cool. And they're calling him the artist with a cool name like Nakamura. Yeah. You know, I, right. I, like, why, who, why? Is there a reason why he couldn't keep the King of Strong style? Yeah. It's just WWE. Main like, roster writers. Forget about your past. You're here now. <laughs> what you did in the past doesn't matter. You got to make yourself new here. There that was go. a terrible impression of someone. Trips, maybe? I don't know. Who <laughs> I was, was like, I don't know there. what that was. <laughs> was it Young Vince? I don't know. No, not Young Vince. Uh, um, but yeah, like that was uh, Money in the Bank. Was it was a, I? I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, we're never going to be happy with WWE's creative. I accepted that. Uh, I'm still like, I'm still like very pleased with SmackDown though since the brand split. Like, I thought Money in the Bank was better. I didn't watch all of Extreme Rules. I thought it was better than Extreme Rules. Mm-hmm. I still think consistently SmackDown is better than Raw. Like it's getting to the point where like I don't even kind of really want to like even watch Raw like the YouTube videos anymore. It's like getting pretty bad. Uh-huh. What's three hours? Yeah, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. The, mm-hmm. the time, like I just you know, it's too much. Yeah, um, I'm Team Blue though, all the way. So you're wearing a <laughs> blue shirt. I am wearing yeah. a blue shirt. I look almost like you a little bit with all the blue that you wear. <laughs> uh, uh, Enzo and Big Cass. Big split up yesterday. I heard they split up. Yeah. I didn't see it. What happened? I, I didn't see it either. So my sweater that I purchased like 
three weeks ago. Just got here uh, last week. <laughs> <laughs> you bought a sweater. The how you doing? Yeah. Oh, so you, you did what I did with DIY. Yeah, yeah, and it was on sale. Too. It was on sale. It's <laughs> it. If a merchandise is on sale, a tag team is splitting up. That's that. It's the telltale sign. Yeah, I paid I think nineteen bucks for the sweater. I was like, sweet sweatshirt. Yeah, sweater. Like a hooded hoodie, sweatshirt? A hoodie sweater. That's cheap, right? Yeah, for, was, uh, yeah was, mm-hmm. I think it was, they go for like 40 something like that. So I seen it for like $19.99. I was like, oh, sh- I'm, t- I'm taking this bad boy. Did you see that Brizongo has a shirt now? Yeah. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah they got a shirt up. Go buy that. And if it's on sale, that means they're splitting up. <laughs> right. Now we know the formula. Um, yeah, it was a pretty good, well-done segment. I enjoyed it. I, I watched the, the highlights. I did not watch Raw Live. Um, but I thought it was well done. Um, although I obviously I have not watched Raw live for a while, so I might be missing some gaps on why certain things happen. Yeah. Um, but I I thought it was it was well done. Okay. And I think a lot of people I started seeing they were comparing them to uh, Primetime, where they were a good tag team that never got a shot at the titles. Mm. But you know it's a young team right now that you know maybe three or four years down the road. They'll do a comeback and it'll be a great thing and yeah. they'll get a title run or something. So yeah, it was almost that is that is really weird because like, they didn't even win the NXT titles. They didn't win the NXT titles. That's a mm-hmm. great point. And, and I was one of uh, Cass's points that was like, you know, because of you, I've never been, I've never had WWE gold or something like that. Oh, that's really good because Enzo does always get his ass kicked in those matches and he's always the one mm-hmm. to take the pinfall. That makes so much sense to me. Yeah, that's really cool. So, well, Big Cass is a big guy, and he should be a singles. He reminds me of a young uh, Kevin Nash. Okay. Okay. So. Okay, Vince. <laughs> throwing it out there. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what happens. I, it, it almost feels like to me that they didn't, like, maximize them when they were a team, and this breakup has happened kind of quick. But, like, all the stuff that Big Cass is saying, like, makes sense. So that's like, at least, like, mm-hmm. good reasoning as to why this is happening. Uh, but, you know, until it pays off or it doesn't then it, it's like right because i don't know, know if this is mm-hmm. this means yeah. that it's going to be an enzo versus big Cass because I, I just don't see that as an entertaining feud no no so we'll, we'll see i guess give it time like you told give me about the velveteen dream i've been giving that guy time and how still much the have you watched of him though probably not a lot Who? the velveteen dream patrick clark patrick clark he yeah no idea uh, we saw him with nxt bro you were oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, do you watch these shows that you go to? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... I don't, I don't really watch wrestling. I'm just here for... Uh, <laughs> you were here for the models and we didn't bring them. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, no, so that I think that's that's all there is about Money in the Bank and the raw, quick uh, reactions on Enzo, mm-hmm. Big Cass. Uh, quick update on the uh, fantasy wrestling... Lee. Oh, have you checked the score? Of course I did because I picked up Carmella. Oh, so. <laughs> damn! Oh. She was free, huh? Wasn't she? Yeah, that's a good. That's a good play. Good pickup so, there. So, um, I am now in third place. Okay, you're ahead of me, probably. Uh, unfortunately, you're in last place, I'm Charlie. In last place. Wow. It's still early, you know. Like we Ouch. know how you do. It's because I picked up the Viper, and he's not <laughs> doing much. Um, I also have gender. Uh, Okay. So um, you got a title defense points there. Yeah, uh, Martin's still up in the lead in first place. Okay, um, good for him. I need to get my belt. I'm the current champ, and I don't have my belt, so I'm actually a little You need to make a trip to Lamont, Illinois. Is it Lamont? No. New Lennox. New Lennox. Mm-hmm. And 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 get get that title from Jim. Actually, or Ace, Ace has it. Right, Ace Martino. Jim has or it. Ace. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I just wanted to 
point that out. That okay. My girl Carmella got me some points. So why is uh, Martine wrestling with unicorns winning our fantasy f- wrestling league? What? Who's he got? <sighs> like who's carrying him? I think I can't remember. I'm no because the unicorn. Right, the unicorn is who in is the, the lead. unicorn? Martin is a unicorn. No, I know, but who does he have? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know who he has. Uh, while you look that up, I should. I'm looking it up right now. Okay. All right. So while you do that, yep. Um, Hector, why didn't you join the league this year or this season? Um, not a big fantasy guy, you know. It's so, with the other league that we had, it still it still ran with the same people that we kept. Okay. And you're in the lead. Oh, that. If, so if we, we so would have kept the league the same way we left it, I want to. I want to. I want to join now. <laughs> you want to join? <laughs> you want to join now? You're, you're actually I'm, I'm, on the lead. I saw that. No, I'm not. I'm, I never liked the whole fantasy thing. Fantasy mm-hmm. football, baseball. Yeah, I had like never that. done it either. Um, I think it's just. I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. You know. To me, it was just okay. uh, hard to keep up or yeah. whatnot. Like I just didn't understand it. But uh, these guys got me into it, and you know I'm trying to get that. I title. haven't been checking as much as I as I have in the past. Uh huh. All right, I finally got it pulled up. Two Heels on Face Fantasy Wrestling League, Unicorn Six Nine Zero One Zero, the Unicorn Army. Mm-hmm. This is Martin. Samoa Joe. He's got Samoa Joe. He's got Neville, Akira Tozawa, Cedric Alexander. Team T's Team Two Hundred Five Live. Tyler Breeze, Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, why he's in the lead. Second is our boy Spencer. Superkick4044 is his username. Baron Corbin, Cesaro, Zane, Balor, Wyatt, Bailey, Owens. There's a lot of people there. Yeah. The Psycho Killers, that's Chris. Reigns, Nakamura, Carmella, Don't Hinder Gender, Naomi, Woods, Strowman, who's back, and he's not finished with you. <laughs> the Ministry of Funness, is that Jonathan? Yeah. Is in fourth. That's uh, Young Young Unicorn. Yeah, the young unicorn, Martin's brother. He's got some people. He's got the drifter. Uh, I'm in. Oh, I'm in fifth, bro. I'm not in last. Alan's in last. Oh, okay. Yeah. My team is the Miz, Rich Swan. I guess you still have a shot. AJ Styles, Charlotte Flair, Kofi Kingston, Big E. It's because New Day didn't win the titles. Right. And Flair and Styles are kind of like hovering now, not mm-hmm. like winning a ton, but they don't need to because they're so over. And then the Viper. I should probably drop the Viper. Unless I uh, see with like he's he always picks up those like easy SmackDown wins. Uh-huh. So I kinda wanna keep him. But uh you wanna trade me? Anything? Well, well we could talk about that off. We'll talk about that. <laughs> and Allen's in last. He's got the Hardys, the oh, he's got both Usos, both Hardys, Dean Ambrose, Apollo Cruz, and Luke Gallows. So a lot of tech. A lot team of tech teams, right. Yeah. Uh that's a good idea to bring that up though. I haven't been checking as much and you know, we might see Martin the Unicorn with the Intercontinental White Strap Belt at these AEW events because of our <laughs> Fantasy Wrestling League, which is the prize. Wow! Right. Imagine that. Imagine that. All and right. he's gonna he like paint it pink. No, right. we're gonna he's gonna he's gonna put the pink, pink strap. On he's gonna it. put yeah. stickers on it. <laughs> yeah, and and, and some, put some donuts on the end too. <laughs> he does love sprinkle. Hector, donuts. before we get out of here, any plugs? Where can we find you? Um, Chris's office with the modelos next time. <laughs> okay, Chris's office. The address um, is just kidding. Um, no, you can find me. Um, I'm usually at Twitter, um, Wicker Park, eighty one. And why did you f- pick that Twitter handle? Um, it long st- I've been having that for years. Okay, um, and I stay in Wicker Park, so I yeah, mean, right where you stay. Yeah, right where I stay, and eighty uh, one's um my lucky number. Okay, cool. All right. So if that was the case, I would be like, 
Midlothian something. You would be like, yeah, <laughs> Midlothian. What's your favorite number? I don't know. Right, Midlothian twelve. Midlothian no. twelve. Um, no, but um, just a quick plug, I guess, um, or unplug, kind of an unplug because okay. I'm just shutting down the JPWF site. Why, bro? Bro, I I go back and forth, and I'm like, I have I'm stretched too thin. I'm not even posting anything on there. Mm. So just sunset on that. Sunsetting, uh, yeah. R.I.P. Completely focused on two heels, yeah. So Which we're not posting anything on our site either, but right? We that's will the be. thing, right? Like <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, oh, I want to post that there, and then I'm gonna post this there, and then I just like, then I'm like, oh, that's you know, I, I'll, I'll get to it eventually, yeah. And then it's just not, I'm not focused enough. Okay. So it's like, I feel yeah. like if I just sunset that, it's fine. Yeah, I hear you. I'm, that's what I'm going through with my life now too. So I you're sunsetting like, your life. I'm not sunsetting. I'm sunsetting a part of a part of my life. Oh, okay. Yeah. We don't have to get into that, but I understand the time constraints. Face after dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes oh. sense to me though. But yeah, that that's mm-hmm. going away. So too much in the search in <laughs> a search for uh, a new Twitter handle. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna use the same account, I'm just gonna change the handle. Oh, um, okay. Because it's the JP wrestling fan, uh, which is fine. I'm okay with it. Okay. Um so if you guys have any ideas, Twitter handle ideas for Chris Ramiro. If you yeah. know him, what is he like? What's it going to be? Rodellos. <laughs> the Rodellos. Rodellos flowing on tap. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Well, well, I don't know what that's going to be. So, if you have any ideas, send them over. Follow Chris on Twitter at Midlothian12. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not going to be it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's that's all I got. All right. Uh, quick plugs. At Two Heels and a Face on Twitter. Two Heels and a Face on Facebook. Two Heels and a Face dot com. 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 Echo and myself <laughs> at Chuck underscore Colorado on Twitter. Thank you for joining us for AEW's Killers Among Us. I'm running out of breath and a little bit of money in the bank. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Hector. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank for you for me. being our, 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 uh, third amigo, our, thir- our compadre <laughs> in the stands of these AEW shows, getting us rot buckets of modelos when we need them the most. Thanks.